How the hell is everybody doing tonight? Fantastic. Excited to be back. Vaguely alive. Vaguely alive. Could be worse. Could be worse. Yes, happy to be back. Excited for all the new things we got going. New things. New things, stuff, and things. Please explain, Ryan. Whatever could you mean? <laughs> we have patrons. We have a Patreon. What? What? Who? What? When did that happen? It's about damn time. I think he's making it up. Congratulations, lady and gentlemen. So this means we have friends now, is what you're trying to say. Woohoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who are they? Who are they, Ryan? You can finally afford that red carpet. <laughs> we have friends. Yeah, roll it down. Who do we got first walking down the carpet? Aaron Allen in Wales. Wales. Oh, we're international. We are international, we are. baby. And then we should give a shout out to Falcon Wolf. He bought us some dice as well. Wales. What a guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Still rocking those. Nobody trusts them. Still rocking them. Yeah, those are the only ones I use. Yeah, thanks, guys, for your giving us a little bit of support. You didn't mention that the, the guy's name, uh, who's the guy? Who's who's the guy from Wales? He did. Aaron? Yeah, yeah. But isn't his name the slowest mouse? Oh, yes. That's his That's his handle. wonder if he likes little, uh, little Mr. Squiggles. We should get an opinion. <laughs> right in, please. Write the podcast. Let me know how you... How you maybe like my, maybe Mr. Me. Squiggles is the honorary slowest mouse. Exactly. Maybe oh, that'll boy. make Ryan like him more. Maybe let's... <laughs> All right. Maybe that, maybe that would work. He's been rolling the highest initiative rolls. <laughs> you make him... He has an initiative? Well, he's just so slow, it's circling back around at the top. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, uh, he's almost got his first Cavalier level. No. I mean, actually, I'm okay with that. Maybe that'll be the next thing I make, is a little teeny saddle for Old River's collar. You can just fucking ride him high, cowboy. <laughs> I'm, I am curious. I am curious about NPC levels. I, I think you said that Kendra's a level three wizard? I think she's actually level two. Maybe she'll get a level up after uh, going on this trip with you guys, though. I hope so. But those are two levels in wizard? She's been a bit of a badass. Uh, yeah. She does have two levels. In the wizard class. I'm trying to find her stat block. <laughs> yep, she's a diviner. I was wondering, because she I cast, knew she had good taste. She cast Cure Light Wounds <laughs> on us once or twice. Yeah. I, well, she did that with like a, a scroll or a wand, I think. She, Wait, I mean, it is on her spell list. Doesn't she also always act in the surprise round? Uh-oh. Mm. Uh oh. Is that just for Diviner Wizards? What, yeah, it's what's like that the, called? The Diviner subclass feature. Oh, John. Oh, shit. Not knowing the one little thing of one character in a million character book. Uh, Forewarn. For yeah, shame. All the <laughs> it's How not, dare you? For shame. It's not in her stat block. You're fired. We need a new DM. All right. We're, we're, apl- we're accepting applications for new DMs. <laughs> oh, wait. Forewarned. There it is. <laughs> Damn it. He got me. Alright. Alright. I hope you find a DM that makes you happy. Aww. 
If, if only we knew of some other diviner wizard in the party that may have known this. Johnny, it's not you, it's us. <laughs> she was just she was just hiding that talent to make Sid feel better and make him think he's a better wizard than he is. <laughs> yeah, she's just been... She's been learning from you. <laughs> well, I think when we met her, she was a higher level wizard than I was. That's true. <laughs> yeah, she was. Really, up until we left uh, until we left Raven Go Grove, she was at least as high level of a wizard as I was. Yep. Oh yeah. Well, halfway through that, yeah, she's level two. Yeah, but I was I was a fighter at level one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, won't even a wizard till level two. The student has become the master. Yeah, you always take a level in fighter, right? I mean, come on, it's like the best thing to do. You don't want to get your ass kicked. Well, at level one. I do like being able to hit things with the bow, even though it almost never happens. Uh, that's not true. No, it just feels that way, because we all remember our failures and not our successes. Yeah. Life lesson, people. Yep. I think Sidriel has killed more enemies than any character. Yep, that's for sure true. I would hope so. Yeah, that sounds right. I would. I don't think Sidriel has killed any characters. <laughs> oh, waka waka. Wow, that one took me a second. <laughs> yeah, I'll let that one sink. I prefer the slow burn for the groan. <laughs> I still don't get it. But I, 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 but, uh, I trust you. I, I think that Ozil has taken out a good number of targets. This channels. Yeah. The fuck are we doing? I don't know what we're doing. Are we gonna play or are we just gonna fuck around all night? I mean, same same. I just wanna hang out. Yeah, I miss you guys. Just drink some beers. Yeah. We could do all that. I guess we could play. And oh shit, you're right. Genius. Look at this. We're already on the map. Yeah, right where we left off. Look at this team. We're going to do great. You guys went to bed after Stormax shift was interrupted by a brain-sucking zombie plant. Typical Friday. A, um, what do I call it? It wasn't the sneaky squeezer. A stinky bloomer. And there it is. You went back to bed, and Citriel shift would have gone uneventful. Uh, but before we jump into that scene, we're going to open up on a different scene. The scene opens up in a familiar kitchen, one where we last saw a young Laura Goodleaf. This time it's dark. It must be the middle of the night. The sink is empty and clean, but the ever-present soup pot is still rumbling away pleasantly on the black stove. The fireplace in the corner has burned low, and there are three small figures huddled in blankets near it, deeply asleep. The interior door opens, and another small figure sneaks through, blanket wrapped tightly around her and over her head. Her copper-colored braid is poking out of the side. Flora carefully pushes one of the sleeping figures until they roll over, groaning. Sorry, Liam. I'm just going to stoke the fire. It's so cold tonight. Laura carefully puts new log on the fire and uses the iron poker to get the embers burning. She sits beside the fire, clutching her blanket and idly stoking the embers. Her eyelids are heavy and she eventually drifts off to sleep, leaning against the hearth. Only a few moments pass before the exterior doors slam open, causing all four halflings to jump awake. Three humans in dark hooded cloaks rush into the room. The last one calls back outside. Four here, boss! 
he shouts as he lunges forward to snatch two of the halflings that were trying to run away. Not so fast, little slips. You're coming with us. Let them go. Laura swings a red-hot iron poker and catches the man's cheek. He screams in pain and shoves the two halflings toward his companions, clutching his face. Oh, you'll pay for that! He growls. He swings his fist back and strikes Flora. Just as she wakes up suddenly in her tent, screaming. effect. I couldn't tell. Did you scream? <laughs> you cut out from me for a second. I went, ah, because I'm not a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to be probably waking everyone up this morning. So what, what is it that they hear? A scream. I'm not going to scream. My kid's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Almost got her. Yeah. <laughs> We hear a high-pitched halfling scream. The crack of dawn. Poor Daisy is right next to the screaming Laura. I mean, it's kind of it's like a it's like a scream, but also like a no get off me kind of like it sounds like she's fighting with somebody. And Flora, as you wake up, Daisy is like standing, basically right on top of you, licking your face. Like jumps right up on top of you, like after you scream. Oh god, no. You're get down, girl, down. Stormack will jump up. Flora, are you okay in there? Just just yelling through the flap. <laughs> yeah, I yell into the into the tent. Yeah. I don't I don't charge into the tent. But yes, I said what I said. Okay. <laughs> I have spoken. Yeah, I just I <laughs> I was just a just a bad dream. She'll she'll like come out quickly as if trying to get away from it. In her jammies. Uh, Stormak will look into the tent. He'll, he'll open the tent flap to look in there. Uh, you okay, Daisy? <laughs> yeah, she's like sweating. Wiping the sweat off her face. I'm like, huh. Oh, it's just... It's a, a nightmare I haven't had in a long time. It's... Well, let's let's get some breakfast in, in you, and you can tell us all about it. And Stormak gets to work rekindling the fire and, and warming up some rations or, or whatever we have left from our hunting. Then we can get on the road again. <laughs> Sidril, what are you doing? Yeah, so when I heard the scream, Sidril would have jumped up and just, you know, got the bow ready, kind of like scanned the perimeter, making sure nothing's coming at us. How about Ozil? How did he react? Uh, Ozil sleeping outside like he... Has been this entire time, because he doesn't have a tent. It must be nice. Um, <laughs> probably gets up very slowly, pulls out his falchion, looks around, realizes it was just a dream, and then lays back down. Oh, fine. Slightly. <laughs> no wait till coffee, but I'm glad that everybody's okay. Little breakfast in bed for old Father Ozel. It was a long night, Stormak. I believe you were there. I. Uh, I was there for part of it, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, there was like, he gestures towards these giant corpse of a plant that's probably still sitting there, even though the token isn't there. Stormax busy making breakfast for you while you're in bed. Flora goes to sit next to the fire and just like stares into it, looking troubled. Well, Flora, tell us about your dream. Stormax just says bluntly. <laughs> 
pleasantly. <laughs> I, it's just one that I've had since, um... Have I ever told you how I escaped the orphanage? No. Stormak's a little awkwardly quiet. <laughs> not knowing about the escape or the orphanage. What? I've told you about the, the slavery before. The orphanage, yes. Yeah. But the escape, I don't know about. Well, she's obviously not there anymore. Anyway. <laughs> uh, we were we were taken one night by bandits, and then we escaped from them on the road. I meant to go back, because my family were still there, but I got injured, and I ended up in Lepidstadt. God, they must think I'm dead. She drops her head into her hands, and she's like, oh. Well, she's got her face in her hands. Stormax like looking at everybody else, like, say something. <laughs> well, who, who thinks you're dead? My parents. They're still back there. I don't even know if they're alive anymore. <laughs> she's very emotional. She's sad about it. Sid <laughs> is looking very confused. Like he wants to say something, but he's realizing that maybe it's he shouldn't. But parents, orphanage. I, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> Has he not been present <laughs> for the conversations in the past? Uh, Sid may have been. You don't remember? She was a slave I at an orphanage in the past. Right? No, I remember she was in an orphanage. But then you just said that she, her parents think that she's dead, and I don't normally put parents and orphans together. No. Well, Sid's also pretty aloof. Let's, let's <laughs> just get, let's go with he didn't know that. Okay. So, Flora, uh, your your parents are alive, then, you hope? Uh, but you come from an orphanage. No, I worked at the orphanage as a slave. My, my parents were there, too. But I got out, and I don't know what happened to them. We'll, we'll have to check on them. Uh, oh my god, I need to look at a map. I forget what the continent was called. Wasn't it in, like, Cheliax or something? No, I want to say... Eisger, or whatever that's called, however it's pronounced. So they're taking the halflings to Isengard? Yep. <laughs> taking the halflings to Isengard. They're taking the halflings to Isengard. <laughs> to Isengard. To Isengard. <laughs> I can't even find it on the map. Isger. I-S-G-E-R. Yeah. They're all the way back there. Well, Flora, just remember that a nightmare is a reminder that we're not in control of everything, and that that's okay. It's a tool for personal growth and self-empowerment. A way of processing difficult emotions or a reflection of our deepest fears. Maybe something that we must confront and overcome. It's not to be ignored, and but we should probably face it and understand and learn from it. I hope that you gain a little bit of insight into your subconscious mind. She just kind of nods. Yeah. I'm sure they're probably fine, Flora. I mean, you're you're pretty scrappy, and you had to get that from somewhere. Pat, pat. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sid. <laughs> she knows he's doing his best. She like pats his hand. <laughs> She's the scrappiest, and he has uh, breakfast is ready. He, he hands people hot plates. Mmm, rock beans. Uh, one of my favorites. Sid'll go wake Kendra up and. Let her know breakfast is ready. Yeah, she's like all wrapped up in her blanket still. 
Uh, you wake her up, just like, oh. Yeah, like, like a true gentleman, just open the flap and reach in and poke her foot. <laughs> <laughs> ah, oh, good morning, Cedria. Breakfast is ready. Oh, I hope there's coffee. She slowly gets up and makes her way out of the tent after getting a little more dressed. Yeah, coffee's part of the deal. Part of the rations. I always think of MREs when I think of rations. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> the book just says it's enough food and water to get you through a day. That sounds yeah, like hardtack, trail mix, jerky. Yeah. Don't eat the toilet paper. Packet of Tabasco. <laughs> Hand warmer. Yeah, you guys get breakfast in you. And Kendra's eating it, and she's like, I just seriously can't wait until we get to another town. Get some real food in us. No offense, Stormac. He, he <laughs> smiles, but you can see that he's sad in the eyes. He's like, oh, oh, of course, Kendra. His feelings are he, hurt. He, he, I'm gonna go tend to the horses now. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm still back. I didn't know. It's okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sensitive store, Mac. Oh, yeah. Crap. I should have made Ozil cry. He's the one that cries diamonds. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a blue moon. Remember next time. Squeeze a diamond out of my <laughs> ocular cavity. Stor- Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Stormak whispers to one of the horses, I'm not crying. Oh. <laughs> I've just been cutting onions. <laughs> Sorry. Damn it, I feel like every fucking episode there's a moment where I break into song and I'm getting real tired of it. <laughs> we love it. I hear it's a drinking game among the people. Oh, God damn it. Every time Megan sings, we get a new subscriber. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> you guys get breakfast in you. You know, pack up your camp. And what do you do? You hit the road? Yeah. Yeah, nothing else to do. Put out the campfire and hit the road. It's very responsible of you, Ryan. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, we put out the fictional campfire. What would Smokey the Bear say? Only That's you. That's not what he would say. He said only you can prevent forest fires. Come on. Am I the... Oh, whatever. Did I not just say that? <laughs> I'm just... It's only us two. Because we're the adults. Are you, are you, you so expected right. all of us to do it in chorus? <laughs> kind of. There's nobody else here. You must be talking to me. What about people outside of the U.S. who have Smacky the Frog as their fire safety representative? Who the fuck is Smacky the Frog? Nobody has fucking Smacky the Frog. Is the frog from the Sugar Smack cereals? <laughs> okay. All right. You got me on that one. That's a good one. Dude, Sugar Smacks are dope. <laughs> All right. Yes. Road time. Take me to my travel map. You guys, do you guys properly yes, put out your we, campfire? We douse it with water and then we bury it. I mean, it's the last thing you need. Smacky the frog <laughs> coming up on you. Fucking second thought. With all the shit that's in this forest, we should uh, we should burn it down. Fuck him. Wait, I shouldn't say mm-hmm. that. Have a face off between Smacky the frog and Mr. Squiggles. Oh, dude. I guarantee you, if you guys fight Smacky the frog, he will eat one of you. <laughs> no, no, I have been inside the belly of something. When I summon the celestial frog, I'll just name him Smacky, and now he's on our side. Damn it. Nice. Uno reverse. What about his evil twin brother? <laughs> Slappy. That's a squirrel. We don't have to worry about that. 
Shout out to Wellifant, the red elephant cartoon character uh, for uh, the UK fire safety mascot. Seriously, it's an elephant? Well, no. Wellifant? That's his no. name? <laughs> that one's for Aaron. Yep. You gotta be kidding. Really? No. I'm gonna Google it right now. <laughs> oh my god, it's real. There. So, created by the Greater Manchester Fire Service to promote awareness of dangers of fire. Oh my god, why? England. Good for them. England. Good job, guys. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> you did it. I'm, gl- I'm glad they have some type of mascot <laughs> to get kids into fire safety, or else who else would do it? Oh boy. I also found America's Sparky the Fire Dog, uh, who celebrates his 70th birthday. I've never heard of him. Okay, what the fuck are we doing? Well, are we- <laughs> obviously. I don't know. We're, Currently, we're- I'm thinking of the logistics of an elephant putting out a forest fire with its trunk. That would be way cooler <laughs> than that fucking... They make a good mascot. They are the only animal with a fire hose attached to them. That's right. I mean... Goddamn right. What the hell's a bear going to do? Hold on. <laughs> Dig holes. Elephant. The Wellifant Fire Safety Pledge is Matches, matches, never touch They can hurt you very much Come on, Meg, we're trying to play a game here Let's Back on track awesome. You guys remember when we used to play yeah. Pathfinder? All right, everybody <laughs> Jeez, Meg Everybody take your fire safety talk Write it down And send it to Scruff McGruff 60652 Chicago, Illinois Take a bite out of crime All the, right. the goblin fire safety mascot <laughs> Mortorg we'll Get back to the game Guys <laughs> <laughs> are all over the place now Mortorg <laughs> Anyways Are you sure? We're back to the map It is Day 36 Of the campaign It is Forest. 31st the last day of the month of Faraz it is moon day and you find yourselves uh, just about two days away from Tamravena following the road alongside the Lamond River Flora is not racing today she is in a quiet mood in this big old fuck off pile of books we have in this wagon uh, anything on like History of Ustalaw, Whispering and Way stuff that maybe Professor Lormor had tucked away. Kendra's got me thinking, like, oh, when we get to the next town, but the last town was overrun with Whispering Way, and I would like mm. to have some more insight before we get to the next town, just in case. Mm-hmm. Well, if you put them away with the, uh, the Dewey Decimal System, or what'd you guys end up calling it? I used traditional Yanderhofian filing system. I know exactly where that book is. If oh, I, I was going to go with the Oza organization system. <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't me. O-O-S. No, no, no. The ooze. We have a professional librarian with us, folks. Come on. Yeah, Stormac knows just where he put that book. John. <laughs> uh, yeah, there are... Lorimer did have uh, some stuff. Notes and stuff he found in history. Um... Um, is there anything specific that you're looking for? Um, so I guess I'd want to be able to, like, if we're going, we know that the next town on the road is, like, a, actually, like, a small city, right? Well, actually, I guess a bigger city than Ravenborough was. It's, like, a, a decent-sized population center. It's a large town. Okay. So I would want, specifically, I'd be looking for, like, any signs of, like, secret organization, like, 
clothing, uh, insignias, secret handshakes, anything that might tip me off to like, oh, that weird ass over there is probably actually a zombie ghost. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, for one, that their symbol is often found around them, the gagged skull. Which we have one of currently, right? At least one of? Yes, you have a gagged skull pendant from the skeletal mage that you defeated in Clover's Crossing. Now, um, what you find as you're looking through on this day, we'll say you would spend the day looking as though it's a research check. Yeah, just as we're traveling, I got the book out on the. I got this, like, nice little book stand that I think I found behind a dumpster or something. <laughs> hey! <laughs> But yeah, no, that, that, that like fancy book stand that Ozil gave me. I got my uh, Whispering Way for Dummies opened up on it. And so yeah, you find some writings uh, spread out throughout different books. Uh, some history books with accounts and uh, some journalings from Lorimer. And while like, exact details on the society are difficult to discern uh, because they are so secretive, it is clear that they have for a very long time had their tendrils in lots of places. Gross. Political influences and corruption. But the one thing that you notice is like chief among the Whispering Way's goals are discovering formulae for creating liches and engineering the release of one Whispering Tyrant. Agents will often travel to remote sites uh, or areas plagued by notorious haunts uh, or undead menaces to perform field research or even capture unique monsters. And those that learn too many of the Whispering Way's secrets are often murdered. And more often than not, their victims will have their mouths mutilated to prevent their bodies from divulging secrets via Speak With Dead. Mm. And just flashing back to Lorber's head was completely crushed, right? The bottom half. Oh, it was just yes. the bottom half of his head that was crushed? I thought it was his whole head. Mm-hmm. But even even more on the nose, yeah. Or I guess just under the nose. <laughs> Wesley. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let me have this. It's all I have in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, throughout the day what you come up with, uh spread across different sources. Uh, by chance, any insights into what they might be, I know you said they're like gathering unique monsters, but any like particular reagents that they seem per- interested in for these uh, spoopy potions? Yeah, nothing specific uh, in in the writings that you're you're looking at. Mm. What you reading there? Oh, just uh, thought I might do some, some reading up on the Whispering Way, know your enemy and all that. Yeah. Try to keep them from getting a drop on us in the future. Always been a problem here, Nustalov. That goddamn... It wasn't for that... Uh, shining Crusade. Saved us all. Phrasma, bless their souls. That was... That was quite a while ago, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, long ago. What are we... In? Uh, uh, he starts counting back on his fingers, runs out of fingers, starts uh, going to his toes... Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> must have been about, um... What year is it? Nine, 
nine hundred some odd years ago. <laughs> How many toes does he have? <laughs> <laughs> he started counting on Sidriel's toes too. Just minor illusion a hand with nine hundred fingers for you to count on. <laughs> Starts putting them down <laughs> as as I'm going through it. How did, how do you know so much about all this? Uh it's always been a bad mark on the orcs. Their their allegiance with Tarba Fawn. Ev everyone has always looked down upon me for uh, being even closely associated with anything I, like that. I mean, I feel like you're about 900 years short of having anything to do with it. Yes, but it's it's a deep wound. It's a deep wound, Sidriel. It's never, it's never really came off my people, and especially me being half of an orf, it's, uh, it's not quite... <laughs> it's never really solved the problems with the Ustalavians and me, as you could tell with a recent pass through Ravengrow. I'm pretty sure these people just don't like anybody. Yes, but, but it was always a problem. Elven phrase we, we have for people like this. Did I say 900 years ago? Yeah. Whoops. It was more like yeah. 2,700. <laughs> my, <laughs> my math is not too good. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of toes. I think it was like 1,000 years ago, wasn't it? Aren't we in like 40... 4,711. 4,700 AR? Yeah. And it, he... Uh, the Shining Crusade was in 1,000 years ago, but he came... I mean, the Whispering Tyrant was, like, a thing in, like, 900 AR. Oh, yeah, that asshole's been around forever. Yeah, he's just been a thing for fucking forever. It says the Shining Crusade started in 3754. Right. That, that was the war to put him down, though. He'd been around since, like, 896. Yeah. He was... Essentially... Fucking... What's the fucking dude with the eyeball? Dude with the eyeball? Sauron. Sauron? <laughs> Sauron. <It's> essentially Sauron. <laughs> it makes sense to me. I appreciate your interest in history. It's best that we understand our enemy the best we can. What do you know of uh, the town that we are about to enter? Tamravina. Tamravina? Tamravena. 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 Um, the extent of my knowledge is that it is north of Ravengrow and south of Leopardstead. <laughs> I, uh, didn't spend much time reading up on Ustalav. I didn't know I was going to be here so long. I, I hear ya. So, so meanwhile, over in the party cart, uh, Stormax sits in the shotgun seat like he normally does waiting for Flora to drive but but uh, she doesn't and so he sees that she's in the back and he so he gets the horses going he he's driving the, the cart and he just does so silently uh, smiling at first uh, happy that he gets to drive but but you know then maybe after a couple minutes realizing that Flora's not wanting to drive and he's like uh Flora are you okay back there? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Just 
Thinking about my parents today. Do you want to talk about them? Oh, maybe someday, Stormac. Th they're in Leopardstead? Is that what I understood? You just... No. Oh, I, I misunderstood, sorry. Where are they? Uh, they, well, as far as I know, they're back at the orphanage in Illidir. So, very, very far. Mm hmm Just the other side of the lake. Stormax thinking hard. He's trying to figure out a way to cheer Flora up, but he's just not good at that. Um, but he's just, like, brow-furrowed. Well, um, what do you know of, of this Tamravina? Uh, I, I passed through it on my way down. Um, let me recall the knowledge that I might have gleaned from that <laughs> town. Yeah, so, Flora, you pass through there, and uh, you remember it being like a very strict kind of town. It's walled. There's a large wall around the whole town, and the guards are, like, ever-present and kind of dickish. And uh, you notice some, like, serious racism in the town guards. Towards? Uh, mostly towards half-orcs, orcs, Zarni. A lot of, like, classism, too. And you remember that lots of people were even turned away at the gate. Oh, did I get any shit? You were grilled, uh, but you made it through. There's, like, a whole shanty town on the side of the town. Oh, of people that ended up being stranded there from getting turned away or, you know, sometimes uh, people's loved ones would get arrested and they'd have to, like, stick oh. around. Um, yeah, she'll convey that. Uh, the, the the guards I dealt with were so rude. <laughs> I, I nearly got turned away just because I was a halfling. They're, they're really... Um, who are they lenient for? Like, just humans? I mean, there there were a number of halflings in, that lived in the town. Oh, okay. Well, Zarni are human, right? But yeah. They're, oh. they're against them as well. The Zarni are like notorious families of cheats and con artists and stuff. Uh, okay. Well, she'll convey all of that. It's like it's like a it's like a carny mafia. She'll a carny mafia. Okay. So she'll just transfer all that knowledge to Stormak in the in the form of story what she saw on her way through the gate they're just jerks they seem like jerks I hope we don't have to stay too long Sormax's frown uh, goes from you know troubled in the way to talk to Flora into troubled about what she has said and he, he thinks about it for a while and he says guards shouldn't be like that guards should be helpful Guards should be protective, not what dicks you said. What did you call them? <laughs> I called them jerks, but jerks. Dick supplies. <laughs> maybe we hmm. should warn. Um, maybe we should warn Ozol. So Sid was going to ask uh, Kendra about Tamravina because I assume she has traveled there between Raven Grove and Leverset at least a few times. Would we get any other information other than what uh, Flora already knew? Kendra would tell you that, yeah, she she noticed that kind of intolerant dickishness from the guards. And she'll add in that she never really 
interacted with a lot of people while she stayed there. It was usually just staying for the night and then going. But she kind of almost got the feeling that, like, most of the people that lived there were, like, terrified of the guards. Well, sounds like a fun place to go. Um, is there anything else that you guys want to say or do specifically on this day of travel? Also, we might want to be prepared to try to disguise you when we get to Tamravina if everything everyone's saying is true. It is a shame that the traditions of the dead generations weigh like a nightmare upon the living, but I will I will suffice that yes, they may not like me very much. Yeah, I think mostly it's just best we make sure you don't become one of those dead generations. Yeah. Stormax spends several hours regaling Flora with the proper ways to guard. <laughs> the attitude, the methodology, um, just all the ins and outs of, of being a good guard. He's, and he's happy to have her listen. <laughs> yeah. She'll listen. She's keeping her mind off stuff. So along this road, is it mostly just like open fields with like scattered trees off to the sides and stuff like the road's relatively clear you have the river on your left with the maiden snarl woods on the other side of the river which is getting further and further away from the river as you go on throughout the day and uh yeah uh, towards your right is basically plains you see a couple like farmsteads here and there kendra why, why don't uh, one of us use that uh that super fancy mop you have to I don't know, maybe fly up a bit and get a good lookout, see what's coming up on the road ahead? Oh, yes, um, I didn't see why not. That sounds fun. You're depressed. <laughs> I know, but it sounds fun! <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got her back. <laughs> you can't have fun when you're depressed, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking if, like, two or three times a day somebody flies up, you know, it takes like a three-minute trip up and back down to just survey what's coming ahead. You know, then when we get to whatever point they couldn't see past, pop up again, look forward, look for like clearings for camping. You know, potentially friendly homesteads we might be able to stop at and ask politely for food. Fucking zombie blink dogs hanging out in the road. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of shit. Shit, we can buy food. We're fucking loaded. Does Sidril want to do that? Yes, yeah, Sidril do it if uh, if Kendra will. Show him the command word. Yeah, she'll tell you it's whatever <laughs> I said a few episodes ago. If you want to make a command word for five bucks a month on Patreon, please submit your token. <laughs> Ooh, oh my god. Hey, that's a good one. <laughs> but then everybody submits a different command word, so it just changes <laughs> every day. We've seen a shit ton of magic items with command words. <laughs> I think that's part of item creation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he'll grab it and say, flip your flop, your flying moppy, and into the sky. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you go up and you go up a few times uh, throughout the day, and first few times, the road seems pretty clear as far as you can see. Um, uh, there are a few farmsteads, uh, quaint-looking ones. You see a couple people in the distance, like, working in fields. And towards the late afternoon, you do notice a few wagons and horses uh, in a group a ways up the road. Like, just stopped in the road? Uh, no, they appear to be moving towards you. Turns, I say. 
About how far away would you say they might be? 100 range increments. Yeah. Range increment of what? A dagger (laughs) or a longbow? Your longbow. (laughs) (laughs) You're up pretty high. Like, you'd say, like, if you both keep traveling at the same rate, uh, it's probably, probably like 10 minutes from meeting up with him. Okay. I'll give everyone a heads up when I come back down. Just uh, how many wagons did you say it was? Two. With a few horses with riders alongside it. Okay. I'll let everybody know just like, hey, we got carts incoming. Uh, couldn't really couldn't really make out uh, what they were doing, but uh, if you don't have your armor on already, I would just, I'd just suggest maybe, just in case, safe side. God damn it. Kendra, put the crossbow down. We are in a closed wagon. <laughs> ah! Oh my god. <laughs> but what if it's more zombies? Oh, she's so well, the, fucking cute. It's okay, Ken. We, we know how to handle zombies. So zombies I'm not worried about. Oh, that's right. Slashing weapons. That's my girl. Flora will <laughs> hop down onto Daisy and just be ready with her da- her uh, lance. I'm right up front. I'm going to load my crossbow, too, as well. She's looking for a fight. She's fucking... She's grouchy. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it wouldn't be particularly unusual for people to be armed and carrying weapons out in the wilderness or in case of bandit attacks or wild animals. For sure. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Look oh, what yeah. we got attacked by. Just make sure. I know in some settings, like, if you're on a trade road, you're not allowed to be armed and armored because there's, like, outposts and stuff. So just making sure we weren't going to, like, get attacked by some guards or something because we look like bandits. That's fair. So Sidriel flies off on the mop and flies back and reports to us in our wagon. Flora gets armed and armored and mounted and heads out. And, and, and Stormax's like, everyone remember kindness to strangers. And, uh, you know, uh, we're all just fellow travelers. Uh, careful now. Don't, don't, don't go starting anything. And he's yelling that to Flora and to the other wagon. She gives him, like, a wave without looking back. You know, okay, Mom. <laughs> I, I put a plus one bolt in. Take the normal <laughs> bolt out and put a plus one bolt in. So it's just Stormac and Old River <laughs> in the wagon. He's just like, well, it's, it's still the party wagon, River. <laughs> you and me, boy. <laughs> Blue's Clues. Yeah, it's probably a little more, it's probably a little more gruffy. <laughs> Stormac says, oh, you've got, you've got a mouse on you here. Let me throw that off. Hey! <laughs> oh no, the mouse is on Ozla. Huh? I don't know. <laughs> I think he rides all river now. They're like homies. They're like best buds. <laughs> he doesn't let you take it off of him. You guys get all beefed up and ready for a fight. About ten minutes later, these wagons approach. They slow down a little bit. You can see there's two large wagons. They each have uh, like two people sitting up front at least that you can see, and there's uh, two horse riders on either side uh, that appear to be armed, not wielding their weapons, uh, but you can see they have swords and bows on their sides and backs. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're the same, right? We're just ready. We're not, like, wielding. Stormak uh, advances his cart into the front, and he yells out, Well met, travelers! What ho! Good day! Good day, then! Like, is there enough room for us to just pass each other by on this road? There is just barely. Like, it's kind of, it's a dirt road, right? But, like, the sides of the road are short grass. You could easily get a wheel of a wagon up to pass somebody. 
Stormak will carefully guide the wagon off the road. Have we not named our horses? Do they not have names? (gasps) I don't think so. Write in if you want to name our horses. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Only 25 bucks a pop. Uh, Buttercup and... No, no, I told you. Binky. Okay. Yeah, let's, let's stop whatever drama might be building here to name horses. Nope. Buttercup. Yeah. And... Butternuts, butter stuff. We've all seen half baked. Smoky. Smoky. Pokey! I like Pokey better. I, I would like to thank Meg for being the highest contributor to the uh, Door to the North podcast because she just paid $50 <laughs> to name both of those horses. <laughs> yes. Yikes. Thank you, Meg. That's how it goes. Them's the thank rules. You're welcome, Meg. You're welcome. Yep. You can take that out of my uh, salary. It's canon now. Uh, can do. <laughs> Next now negative 50? It's like four <laughs> years of salary. So do these folks say anything to mm. us? Stormak yells out, well met, and they're like, good day. Ah, where you headed then? They kind of like slow to a stop. One of the people on the horses is the one uh, speaking out. He smiles broad and he says, uh, Tam Ravino. Where where are you headed? Uh, we're guiding these merchants down to Chastel. Just come from Tamravena. He smiles and nods. The road's safe up ahead. Any troubles? Well, uh, I, I'd avoid Clover's Crossing if I were you. <laughs> well. <laughs> what's that? What's going on there? So, you know how the dead are usually, like, underneath the ground and not moving? Yeah, in Clover's mm-hmm. Crossing, it's the opposite. <laughs> ah, bloody obnoxious. I think that's the second time this year for the crossing. What? We're, we're having this exchange, and so Stormak's like, well, how's everything in Temravina? Ah, same as it ever was. Uh, he's all smiles. He's like, I've never been. Ah, well, you stay off Rasrakin's bad side. You'll be all right. Sorry, who? Ah, he's the captain of the wall guard there. Can you spell that for me? <laughs> Rastrakin? Guard, guard captain? Okay. Ras Racken. Captain of the wall. I'll put it in the chat. Oh, it's one word. <laughs> I spelled it like a Star Wars character. <laughs> 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 yeah, just keep your nose clean and don't get in any trouble. You'll be fine there. It's plenty safe behind the walls. Well, uh, you, you said you're escorting some... Merchants, right? The, uh, we were hoping to restock back in Glover's Crossing, but, well, you know, any anything to trade? Uh, if you're looking to restock for travels, uh, these lot won't have anything good for you. A lot of fineries and trinkets. Uh, plenty in Tamrafina, though. You should be able to get whatever you need. We were hoping to restock at the crossing as well once we got that far. That's too bad. Uh, maybe there's some pickings left over to loot. Good luck. Right, well. Yes, good luck. We best be off. Good travels to ya. And, uh, yeah, he giddy-ups his horse. And, uh, the wagons uh, start following him. They they kind of pull off to the side a little bit to get around Yeah, here. we pulled off to the side as well. So after they pass... And we and... push them all into the river. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we push them 300 yards into that river over there. Water's pretty strong. You don't know. Yeah. 
You just use your super force punch spell. We push them 2.1 miles. Sorry, thank you. Thank you, Ryan, for mapping that out for me. Into that river. <laughs> so after they've passed us and they're, and they're nice. you know, a mile south of us, Stormak yells out to, to the other wagon, maybe Flora if she's still riding Daisy. See? Everything went just fine. People can be friendly. Uh-oh. Just that moment. <laughs> An arrow comes flying from behind us. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Fireball. So they were probably camped not too far. Is there, like, a good place to drop anchor for the night? How far do we travel in a day? 16 miles. How far have we gone? Um, you're, you're like, getting towards the end of the day. It's, like, late afternoon. Um, so, yeah, you're probably getting ready to find a camping spot. What is your preference of camping spots? Uh, when I was scoping stuff out up on the broom, did I see any farmsteads nearby, good clearings, anything like that? What is your preference? I mean, a farmstead would be pretty sweet. Go into somebody's house? Roll a luck roll. Uh, it's a 67 on the luck roll. All right, so yeah, uh, there is a pretty cozy-looking farmstead. It looks like it has a couple buildings, and there's some animals out front. Wheat? Wheat. Like Will Wheaton? Wheat. But yeah, uh, you do see a suitable farmstead that you're thinking of. Uh, what do you do about it? Well, team, I'm thinking we offer them a little gold in exchange for letting us set up camp at their homestead and maybe sharing some food with us. Yeah, I think our wagons are, are stopped on the road, you know, outside their farmstead. And we're, we're discussing this. Stormax's like, well, who should go ask? He's like looking at Flora. What? what really? All right, well, fine. She'll stomp over there. <laughs> you know, she's she's a halfling, and, and uh, we're she's all... very diplomatic. You're correct. I just don't she like is. using it. <laughs> depressed, angry halfling. Can we stay here tonight or something? God, like <laughs> April from Parks and Rec. <laughs> Let me stay here. I'm gonna set your house on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this will be good for. Her. Maybe this will be good for her, Stormax says to the guys as she walks along. <laughs> so while you roll diplomacy first, and then we'll, we'll work on what we'll she says. Play okay. off of that. Um, I'm going to give you a little bonus. Uh, somehow Sid is able to coach you on diplomacy, and you get a plus one to your check. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, what I'm picturing is she's walking away and, and you call to her real quick. You go, Flora! And then she turns around and you do the, the like, smile face, like, telling her to smile. <laughs> I'm pre- it would probably be something more along the lines of, Flora, don't forget to not be an asshole to him. <laughs> yeah, don't be an asshole. <laughs> I'll cast guidance on you, too, before you go. As I walk away, just poof. Yep, I'll just... <laughs> give you a little touch on the shoulder and a little blue ball will bleep go onto your shoulder. That'll give you a plus one on your next skill check. So you have a plus two for the two of us. Alright. You show up to the front door, you got all these like <laughs> crazy Just... magic auras on you. I love that. <laughs> uh, so that is an 18 plus five plus two. So that is 25. Hmm. 
not gonna do it. No, I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> no, that's a really good roll. It's kind of old dude in like suspenders, straw hat. You know, we were getting tired of having this farmstead anyway. You guys want it? <laughs> yeah, we're done with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he comes out and it's just like, right, afternoon, evening. What, what, what can I do for you? Uh, hi, my friends and my sweet little puppy here are very tired and we're looking for a place to rest and Daisy gives him puppy dog eyes. <laughs> oh my god, look at that! Oh, what's her name? This is Daisy. Oh my, she's adorable! Oh, he gets down on his knees and starts petting her. Oh, you should see her puppies. Hey, Mog, get a glue to this! <laughs> yeah. Sassafras! Get down here! Sassafras! That's a gigantic puppy! <laughs> and what's your name, sir? Oh, uh, my name is, um, Chutney. What? Chutney and Sassafras. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Chutney Gilliam! <laughs> I'm pleased to meet you. You need a place to stay. You say there's more of these? You got puppies? Oh, I've got puppies at home, but uh, we have we have another big old dog over there in our cart, and I have a few friends, and we just need a place to rest. Oh, well, I got several spare rooms and, and uh, a kind of barn and some stable for your, your horses out there. Is it just you and the puppies? Where are the puppies? No, the puppies. You know what? We've been looking for homes for these puppies. I have them up in Leopardstadt, and when they're old enough, I'd be happy to bring you one. Uh, oh, they're not here with you? No, not today. Well, so what you're saying is you're a goddamn liar. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I rolled a 20. Oh, yeah. What was it? <laughs> 26. Well, I... And now's when we find out that this farmer's actually a gunslinger, and he busts out the shotgun. Oh, bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping to see some puppies, but I I suppose you can still stay here. As long as I can hang out with Daisy here and give her a nice cuddle, yeah, you can stay the night. You can stay as long as you want. Wonderful. Thank you so much. You're not one of those bad people, are you? Oh, no, we're heroes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> According to my friend Stormak. I trust you 100%. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Johnny's old man voice. Um, please, come in. Uh, tell your friends. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll put, the t- uh, put the tea kettle on. Thank you so much, Chutney. <laughs> And now we find out that Chutney is also just a terrible judge of character, and Tarbafon is also staying here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you seem like a nice fella. Come on in. You're all skin and bones. Let me get you something to eat. <laughs> Awkward. He welcomes you in. He leaves the front door open as he goes to put the tea kettle on. She, like, shouts back and waves. Come on. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We, we bring the horses into the barn. Kendra's like, I knew she could do it. <laughs> oh, thanks, Kendra. <laughs> I'm glad that the presence of uh, the divine Phrasma has helped us in this endeavor. That was uh, that could have been close. Vidriel helped too. Vidriel did help too. Oh, of no, course, no, it must all be Phrasma. 
<laughs> well, I mean, it's the last day of her, her named month. Uh, you know, I spent always like to do something all this nice. time studying to learn to do it, and she just showed up one day before the universe existed. And, okay, yeah, let's just compare Sidriel <laughs> to gods. That seems fair. Uh, Sid mumbles to himself. One day you might be a god. That would be cool. Yeah, you guys get your wagons in and set up, and um, I invite you in. You meet Sassafras Gilliam, Chani Gilliam's beautiful daughter. Oh, that's his daughter, not his oh. wife. Okay. Could be both. This is just a love. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Damn. You have to change up my little character sheet over here. Might be something we might want to avoid is the, uh, you know, inbredness of this place <laughs> we want to get through. And walk around calling all these people inbreds. Sassafras is the street you uh, exit the five in San Diego to get to the airport. Little fun fact for <laughs> that is there. a fun nice. fact. Thank you for that. Yeah. Somehow I'm gonna remember that. And when I'm going to San Diego, it's gonna it's actually gonna save me someday. They make a huge meal. Uh, there's three rooms with single beds. That are open for you guys, and they um, say anyone else, they'll set you up in the barn, real comfy like. The Stormac punches Ozil in the arm. We we got the barn, right, bro? Yeah, I feel like Ozil uh, sleeps outside. Uh, yeah, of course, absolutely. He he's got a. Uh, we set up a little outdoor fire if there's a place to do set thing, and we watch the horses. I would imagine. So it'll set the uh, alarm up on the wagon that's carrying the uh, majority of our valuables, whichever one that chest is in. Okay. Uh, Flora will strike up conversation with Chutney and Sassafras while everyone else is doing their stuff. What do you say? Uh, lovely home you have here. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful home. How is it living out here? Oh, it's it's pretty terrifying. <laughs> Well, this, this property's been in my family for decades, generations, centuries. <laughs> One of those things. What do you grow? Oh, well, we grow a lot of wheat. And <laughs> for some reason, I thought you were saying we're gonna, we grow a lot of weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, wheat? No. Although I've been, you know, I've been known to have a little herb on the side. <laughs> and uh, we deal in beef as well. Beef. And, uh, yeah, he kind of points to the stew. You, yeah, it's like a beef stew. Uh, what about you? What do you do? Oh, uh, well, I'm from, I'm from Lepidstadt. I, uh, was just traveling for a funeral. Oh, who died? Oh, friend of mine in, um... Fuck, I've already forgotten. Raven grow. It's dangerous times here. Lots of people dying. Lots of people being born, too. Yes. How, how, what do you think of it out here, Sassafras? <laughs> Let's hear from you, Sassafras. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's pretty boring. <laughs> you don't like it here? I mean, all I do is work. Not a lot going on out here, if you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Do you make it to Tamravina very often? 
she like kind of glances over at her her dad and she's like, no, no, not really. Hmm. Doesn't seem like there's much there, so. Sid's <laughs> uh, gonna head back out and I guess deactivate the alarm stone for a second, cast an unseen servant, and then start unpacking like the big unfoldable bathtub and all that stuff. Start getting all that fancy stuff set up for Kendra. Nice. What a gentleman. I mean, I'm not actually doing it. I'm making a <laughs> ghost do it, but you know. <laughs> Still counts. Seems like slavery with an extra action. You do that, Kendra's super grateful. And, um... Is there anything else uh, before you guys go to bed? Are you taking shifts or are you just going to bed? Uh, it feels... I feel pretty safe. I'll offer them if there's any, like, like chores, easy chores that need to be done in the next, say, hour and a half. Lend the rest of my time with the unseen servant to help them around and an attempt to like in lieu of payment. Uh, yeah, he he never once mentions like a payment uh, for staying there or anything. Just get out of it. Just say, oh hey, if you know, he... we're here. You know, let me do what I can to help. Sid's mom raised him right, you know, so I'm gonna let you in, yeah, you know, help out a little bit. What a good boy. Oh yes, make yes, have your ghost man do the dishes. That would be wonderful. <laughs> oh, you heard him, ghost man. <laughs> that's oh, that's fantastic. Uh, Ozil wants to uh, continue working on his um, bargast uh, creation. Uh, he's got a couple of things in mind. Bargast creation? Like, is this one of your carvings? Yeah, he pulled them bargast teeth out. Uh, he's got. Uh, oh, John knows yeah. what I'm talking about, but I'm making a little something special yeah. for someone. Oh. Fancy. Yeah, you can work on that. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Flora tries to make friendly with Sassafras, like she's a also a girl, young lady, but she doesn't seem very talkative. So Flora goes to bed. <laughs> roll, 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 sense motive. Oh, mm. sense motive. Okay. Uh, that is a thirteen plus four, seventeen. You got the idea when you asked her if she'd gone to Tamravena very often. That she was kind of not wanting to say something in front of her dad. Mm. So maybe if she, if dad gets distracted with the the fancy ghost man. She'll ask her about it. Yeah, he's over there. We're just watching it and like slapping his knee. <laughs> <laughs> so you make it to Tamravina sometimes, huh? Like, oh, yeah, well, I, I get out when I can. I have to. I don't really tell my dad about it. Yeah. Is there a fun nightlife out there or something? I have a couple of friends. That's all. Why, why do you ask? Well, we're headed there, and I, I'm a little worried about my friend. You know, the big guy. You don't see a lot uh, of uh, his kind there. Any, like, back entries or any way that you... any Anything you can tell me? She'll tell you. If you go around the um, south side of the town, there's an entrance that it's a lot more lax, easier to get in. It doesn't take forever, but you have to get through Nathras Village around the side to get there. That's the slum village? Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
Okay, good to know. Well, thank you. No problem. Just uh, you know, keep quiet about it. Of course. Uh, you never heard me say I was there. Of course. Nice little bit of information you got there, Meg. Yeah, nailed it. She's going to keep that to herself, though, until we have left, because she doesn't want Daddy to hear. His name is Chutney Gillian, all right? And he is mystified by ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of want to bring him with us because I love his voice. He's just laughing and watching it and do dishes. For those listening at home, you can just pull up the movie Sword in the Stone and watch the dishes scene, and that is what is happening. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Lavender blue, dilly dilly. What, you trying to fly a mop or something? (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, uh, if there's nothing else, uh, the night does go by uneventfully. Sun breaks, and there is the smell of breakfast. Rooster crows. Oh, it's been a while since I heard a rooster crow. Sorry, do I have to ask, before we went to bed, we had like a couple hours of downtime, right? Uh, yeah, totally. I, I just wanted to like just describe a, a single scroll of gravity bow. Dig it. Uh, what do you guys do when you wake up? I think we should probably get on the road. We could make it to Tambravina after breakfast. Maybe. Barring any unfortunate circumstances, I imagine. Yeah, Stormaxx are eager to get on the road, but if, if they've cooked for us uh, dinner and breakfast and put us up for free, uh, he asks them if... Uh, Is there anything I can do for you? I, I'm um, full of energy and, and, and all this good food. Is there perhaps something I can lift or carry or anything? And he, he just offers himself up as a strong lad to do some chores. Uh, yeah, he'll offer you some chores in the morning, sure. Sure, so he'll get to doing that for at least an hour. Milking cows. <laughs> that's that's the something they need muscle for? Okay. <laughs> it's not muscle. It's delicate fingers. Well, yeah, so I figured they have that covered. Uh, I was specifically offering, but whatever. I'll do whatever they ask me to do. <laughs> Well, he was. That's what he asked. Okay, cool, cool. He, he saw your delicate I fingers, Stormac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I doubt that Stormac's fingers are anything <laughs> but delicate. Uh, I, I doubt they're very delicate. I bet you milk real good. Oh boy. <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you can milk real good. I've got nipples. Could you milk me? <laughs> uh, okay, show me, show me how this works. Um, and, and, and he does whatever they ask him to do. <laughs> he's thankful he gives you the two silver oh no no keep that thank you uh, you're, you're a good boy thanks for the help and right. as they're like packing up and stuff Flora's like you let me know if you want a puppy I've got like six of them I will literally die if you do not bring me <laughs> all of the puppies it's a deal yeah they're both like standing on the porch waving as you guys head out yeah. Thinking you push through and try to get to Tamravena tonight? Yes. We could make it in the exact same amount of time that we pushed today. You have a late night. It's probably getting dark uh, or as you're like approaching Tamravena. The south side of Tamravena. The south gate. I would have given all that information to my friends. Well... 
We would have to cut off and go across the river to go to... We have to cross the bridge there at Tam Ravina. So how do we get to the south side of it? Cock the wagons and float. <laughs> we are not pulling an Oregon trail. <laughs> Flora could probably describe what you're coming up to, but you could see it from fairly far away because it's like flat plains and uh, across the river there. Yeah, there is a bridge going from the main road down to the south uh, into the town with a kind of crossroad going north. Was there a bridge before that so that we could get to the south end of town? There's not a bridge before. To head south, uh, there's one bridge across the river. It's probably to that other road that we didn't take. That Yeah, that one that... Like, like the like, other side around the lake to Tamravena. That's probably where... Yeah. You guys gonna try to disguise me? I'm, I, I don't think I'm... I, I have zero disguise skills, so... You could, you could also just head north. Oh, and just fully skipped Tamravina. At the crossroad, you don't have to stop here, you know. Um, no railroads. <laughs> I mean, it would be nice to be able to resupply, though. Yeah, I mean, we don't really have much. What supplies are you talking about? What do we need? What do you need? I mean, I like arrows. They're nice to have for You don't, you don't have any things. arrows? Um, I wouldn't mind seeing if there's like a magic shop around to maybe learn some new spells, uh, buy some food that isn't hardtack and month-old jerky. Well, and Kendra really wants to go. Well, she could also just suck it up. I mean, I could wait outside if necessary. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How about we try the gate, and if we get a shit ton of resistance, then we just go. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Exactly. Laura, it's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, worst case, we yeah, we could just set up camp outside the gate, and if we do need to get some supplies, one or two of us can go into town, get some supplies, and come back out. It's fair. Oh, boy. I would I would like to send some mail. If, Wouldn't uh, doubt split the party. If that if that was okay, too. <laughs> Let, let's, let's just see what happens at the gate. It, it can't be that bad. <laughs> when in doubt, split the party. I like it. That's a t-shirt. Where the heroes of Raven grow. Come on, Flora. Show them show your cool little sheriff's badge. I didn't get a sheriff's badge. That was, that was rude. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you took Benjamin Collars, but okay. I just stole it out of spite. <laughs> okay, John, what does this little shanty town outside the bridge look like as we pass through it? Yeah, so uh, as you head south from the crossroad. Yeah, you see to your left there is a number of small buildings. Uh, it looks like there are stables and like wagon rentals and horse places. Yeah. Husbandries. Livery. On the right side of the road there is a number of tents set up. There's a, a wagon or two in between them as well, like little, little camps. And uh, Straight ahead is the bridge that heads over the river. I think it's like a 60-foot bridge or something. Wow. <laughs> 69. Nice. Mine's bigger. Depending on where you measure from. <laughs> yeah, you measure from the base of the bridge. <laughs> what if you measure from the balls? <laughs> the balls of the bridge? Oh, no. I don't want to get you guys started on Don't start... Cover the map and dicks. Oh, it's just getting started. 84 feet. 
you see uh, people are, like, cooking on, like, small campfires uh, among these tents, and there's some lights burning uh, among the stables and stuff uh, over there. Yep, there's a big bridge stick. <laughs> Can we take a screenshot of that and post it? It's so perfect. <laughs> just, Look just, at the fucking... Just flopping out. The jizz is perfect. <laughs> it's like a drawbridge, but... <laughs> How did he split his stream like that? It's amazing. All right. right, Back on track. (laughs) I'm sorry. Can't help it. It's like a condition. (laughs) As you approach, you can see across the bridge, uh, there are like a number of people like waiting out front of the main gates, a line of people in different levels of stagecoachery. Okay. Never heard a stagecoachery, stagecoach used as a verb, adverb. (laughs) So there's some people are on foot, some are like on horseback. There's uh, wagons and actually no stagecoaches. Um, if we're gonna roll in, I would like that uh, I be in the back wagon if possible. Maybe we should. Can- um, you know, John did say John did say there's a lot of like stables and such outside. Maybe we should stash uh, them out here. Maybe that'd be cheaper and 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 safer. I don't know. It's really up to Kendra. It's her It's her stuff. True. Well, maybe if we all roll sense motive on the stable master. <laughs> sure, sure. Let's, let's, let's. I mean, if we're going to uh. leave the horses, maybe we could also, and I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but if we're going to leave the horses, maybe we should also leave Ozel. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Uh, yeah, I get you. Sure, I'm into you. it. I mean, they're they're practically part and parcel there. Um. No, I just mean if he's if if they're not going to be nice to him at the gate, maybe we run in and we get the things we need, and then we come back out, and then we all stay out here. I I have this girl. I have this uh, conversation with my girlfriend all the time. Who's going to run in the store? <laughs> Why don't you just wait in the car? <laughs> exactly. I'll wait in the car. You go into the store. You get. You know what we need. Here's here's a bunch of cash. All right. I'll wait. You know because if you come in with me, you're gonna get caught up talking, and we're just exactly. gonna take forever. So. Exactly. so this is the the conversation you guys are having, like <laughs> while you're waiting in line no, to get across. No, the bridge. a couple hundred yards back from the bridge. I think I think the conversation itself is about whether or not we cross the bridge. So I doubt we're crossing the bridge as we have the conversation. I think ultimately. <laughs> I vote that we stay outside the city for the night. That's probably a good idea. And then shop tomorrow. I know the other travelers on the road said that it's safe inside the walls, but hey, we've been more or less safe so far. These people have tents, you know? I'm actually down with the, uh, if we're going to do anything, leave the wagons outside, roll sense motive on the wagon master, and then... Maybe Ozil could stay out outside of if you guys got to go get some stuff. He can stay with the wagon for one night. And I mean, maybe Flora would stay with you. I don't need anything. I don't have to go into town. Same. I mean, how many arrows have we spent? I don't need to go into town. Like, are, are we worried that they're just gonna shoot Ozil in the face on sight? Is like, I mean, I maybe know. he'll get arrested. I don't want to deal with that shit. Are you just pulled over talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> he gets pulled over on the side of the road debating whether to go to Taco Bell or Wendy's I mean uh, no you get pulled over 
What? No. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh my god. <laughs> There's a wagon behind us with like red lights. You're driving erratically. <laughs> Pull over. Excuse me, pull over. That ass is too fat. Okay, so I think the the general consensus so far is that we park our horses. So let's go find a stable, park our horses and our cart, and roll sense motive on the whoever's there. Deal. Okay. That's what Kendra said. I'm into it. Um, Sid, instead of doing a sense motive, he's going to fire up a uh, detect thoughts. Nice. Just in case. Cool. You guys find a stable that boards horses, horse border, board horsing. <laughs> oh what have you? What have you called that? Farther what do you call away, that? if anything, livery. <laughs> a livery. Stable. A, ho- a horse liver. <laughs> oh my god. Livery stable. <laughs> a glue factory. Oh boy. Livers, livery is the best part of the horse. And uh, you totally fucking grill him. You all sense motive and detect his thoughts. Yeah, you detect him thinking. Uh, normal business shit. He's just like doing math on how he's going to pay the rent and how much he's going to make off of you guys staying here. And uh, he's like, I hope those fucking hobos from across the way don't mess with me again. And he, he thinks about ripping, trying to like upcharge you guys at first, but he like decides against it. As Sidril's like waving his hands around, like he's like, okay, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> I waved my hands around um, outside, thank you. Uh, you're still intimidating. You're very tall. How, how often do they see elves here? Probably very rarely. Hey, elves saved this place. Or at least tried to, like 3,000 years ago. But that's neither here nor there. This is a shit we should have talked about earlier. You get a reasonable, regular rate for boarding your horses, and he seems like he's a good guy. Cool. So we feel secure with that. Kendra, how do you feel about it? I, I suppose he, he seems all right. Um, I guess as long as nobody tries to rob him. Oh, dear. Well, he did say he was worried about the camp across the street. He didn't say it. He thought it, though. <laughs> so, maybe we should camp near. Oh fuck! I don't want our stuff stolen. Maybe we just camp out here for the night, and then and then go into Tamravina in the morning just for supplies, and then head out. Yeah, that's what the plan was. Camp camp outside the walls, go in during the day, get some supplies, and fuck Let's off on out of here. Yes, perfect. Go. We're gonna camp like right in front of his stable, in the road, blocking traffic. I don't know about that. <laughs> you can't just be can't irresponsibly blocking traffic. Um, what do you guys do? Uh, he's boarding your wagons and horses, but not you. Is there a space to just kind of sleep next door? Next door? Like that particularly large building? Is that any kind of like roadhouse or anything? Roll me a luck roll. Somebody, you choose. <laughs> oh, fifty-six. Nailed it. Yeah, it's, it's Patrick Swayze in there. <laughs> it is the roadhouse. <laughs> and which one's the stable? The one right next door. Perfect. Do you guys want to put your red shirts on? The fuck is that? Why? Mean? I brought my brown pants. 
Do, are you, are Patrick you... Swayze wears Richard Roadhouse, oh. I guess. I went straight to Star Trek with that. I was like, fuck, are we about uh, to die? Well, as yeah, soon as we, I said it, I was like, Ooh, I like the double entendre there. <laughs> double entendre. So yeah, there is a place that has uh, rooms. Great. We will do that. Has the alarm stone been left on our cart? Yeah, I think that's just kind of our standard procedure. I, I don't know about the rest of you guys, yeah. but Stormak's carrying all of his gold on him. Yeah, Flora's always had hers loaded up. I'm, like, almost encumbered. Oh. Yeah, we might just grab the, the chest of valuables and carry that into the uh, end with us. Make sure we put a big old target on our backs. Uh, somebody roll a d6. Okay. Six! Fucking nailed it! I'm on fire tonight. <laughs> Until you realize that was the damage roll. Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> how many rooms are available. Oh, nice. When when you come into this roadhouse, there's a bunch of people in there drinking. Uh, it looks like a lot of tradesmen and farmers. A couple, like, weary travelers and stuff. As we're entering the roadhouse, Stormax says to everyone, Now, everyone, I want you to be nice. I'm always nice. Good. It was a roadhouse reference, but let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> you come in to the bar, and this big ugly farmer gets up as soon as you guys walk through the door and walks right over. He's mostly bald except for a little hair on the back of his head and big overalls, and he comes up and he's, Not him. He can't come in. He's pointing at Ozil. Says who? <laughs> Says me, that's who. And you are? None of your god's damn business. Well, if you're going to be passing judgment on my friend, I need to know if you're worth it. Stormax stands right behind Flora. And uh, you see a couple other guys like get up from the table that he was coming from and come and stand behind him. And yes, he's like, kind of staring you down. I'll leave. I'll leave, gentlemen. Uh, I apologize. Didn't mean to inconvenience your bar. I'll turn around and walk out. And then the guy kind of like smiles. He's like, "Twan't no trouble at all. And they move and go back and sit at the table they were sitting at. Mm. And um, maybe that is where we're going to leave it for this week. Word. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about it. So cold 
Who the fuck is Smacky the Frog?